Welcome to A Couch Divided Podcast, where secular psychology meets a Christian worldview with Dr. Robin Hall and Nick Thomas. All right, Nick, sit back and relax. And if you can't, we need to talk about that. (laughs) Prepare to be couched. to a couch divided my name is nick alongside with me is the wonderful beautiful dr robin hall hello hello and happy valentine's day everybody <laughs> yes yes um i think you'll be hearing this on valentine's day yeah that is and it is totally intentional yes. i feel like we could just launch into our topic we did this it's an evil plan yeah we're sorry <laughs> kind of it was it was like one of those simple ironies that we just couldn't we have to address it yeah we had to so um what are we talking about today nick well um well we're talking about singleness (laughs) today (laughs) so now we shouldn't tease anymore why why would we do singleness on valentine's day when it's about (laughs) couples and it really isn't solely about couples um but it is about the human condition and uh we'll get to that in just a second but if you have uh, uh we get your emails we get your comments um, and we love that you engage with us. Uh, please continue to do so. You can find us on Instagram at a couch divided pod, same name on Facebook, or you can email us at a couch divided podcast at gmail.com. Uh, there are questions in there. We will get to those questions. Sometimes we discern on how to address them. Right. Um, or and so, yeah. it just takes us quite a long time. Yeah. We have, this is not our full-time job, either one of us. Yes. So it takes a long time to... Maybe God will bless that in the future. Yes, uh, uh, but um, we we do thank you for engaging. And, yes, uh, we love you guys. And we get so... Uh, well, we get so much love from you. Like, yeah, uh, keep sending us memes yeah. too, please. I oh, love yeah. that. Send those. Oh, yeah. My mother I've is got like, a full queue. Yeah. I have a full queue of them. So if you haven't seen yours yet... Do not despair. <laughs> my mother was looking at this. She's like, these are hilarious. Where do, where do you find these things? And I was like, oh, my gosh. I was I'm like, <laughs> Robin uh, is connected with a lot of uh, uh, psychology humor. And uh, um, I, I hunt. It's a definitely a hunting thing yeah, yeah. at this point. Yeah. And I like everybody who's on my immediate friends list. If they post something and I like I'm going to use it. Yeah. I let them know. I'm yeah. like, hey, stealing this. For Can ACD. I use it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and uh, of course, um, and so yeah, I continue to do that. Um, we are encouraged uh, by your encouragement yes. <laughs> of this podcast. Um, there is nothing better than uh, getting ready to read a message, and it starts off with, "Hi, Doctor uh, Robin and Nick. I love your podcast. I it's know. helped me tremendously. Yeah, this is what we pray for every every time um, before we press the record button. Is that uh, you would be encouraged in Christ Jesus." Um, preeminently in Christ Jesus and that uh, you would find our biblical exhortation and our knowledge of certain sciences uh, helpful to you. Yeah. Well, and our like attempt at translating, (laughs) translating, (laughs) is that the right word? Yeah. 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 Maybe creating like a new dialogue 
around mm-hmm. psychology and how the church mm-hmm. treats it. Yeah. Um, right. Because it's so important. There are so many things we actually have to be mm-hmm. careful, like really careful of. And if you don't have the like the spy glasses, right. Mm-hmm. That specifically help you filter in or out mm-hmm. like, Oh, this could be potentially dangerous. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the best way to become familiar with that is by reading. And really the but, secular world does this too, as well. They'll take the DSM and then they'll write their own books about uh, particular uh, subjects using that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we go, well, Christ's word is preeminent. Right. Above that's other the foundation. Things. Right. But if any science is true, let's interpret it biblically because, right. It has to be. It, um, they, yeah. Right. We have per, like total assurance that the science, like mm-hmm. science that's good science is going to support mm-hmm. scripture. I heard uh, Dr. Um, uh, Dr. White, uh, James White, talk about biology the other day. And of course, he's a, um, a fellow in a particular institution um, as well as done work in human anatomy and everything. And he looks through it through a Christian lens. And uh, wait, 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 Dr. White's done stuff in anatomy. Yeah, this guy, yeah. this guy's prolific, oh. yeah, yeah, just prolific in not only theology and Greek exegesis, I knew, but like, <laughs> I mean, so he's got a special yeah. uh, interest too in um astronomy, space, yeah, right. I didn't realize, but I mean, it shouldn't surprise me. It, what surprises oh, me is that I'm sure he's also excellent like he excels in yeah. his knowledge there also. he's got an awesome telescope yeah um but he looks through it through a christian lens um as well and there are disputes among um uh, a, a lot of people about uh, you know, gender disposition yeah and how did you come up with you know a third or fourth or fifth or uh, there's like 167 genders now <laughs> or something like that um and uh, he's like i done the work (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean um um and uh no you know physicist or scientist or uh um uh anthropologist uh would ever say (laughs) that that there's these things Uh, and the exceptions to the rule as far as deformity are that deformities yeah yeah and and you there is always always a predominant thing well the reason why i go into that is because the Biblical understanding of human anthropology keeps him grounded right. as he's doing the science. Right, exactly. Um, it thrusts his scientific endeavors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she saw my hand go like thrust. Yeah, he like actually did the yeah, motion. Yeah, the, with the motion. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Um, I talk. I speak with my hands all yes, the time. Yes. Um, I Nick is a very he, well. He, you know, all you guys that have been listening for a while know that he has dabbled in uh, c- comedy yeah. and stand up yeah. and so he is a performer by yeah. trade well and i do that a lot so i just was on apologia studios i guess they showed our city council um uh, meetings uh, we were there talking about abortion and everything and i was on it and uh there was a couple people that listened to a cash to fight a podcast that commenting? was on the comment commenting oh, and, and, so cool. and, and so now if you saw me you saw my hands flailing everywhere in that <laughs> so you can only imagine. <laughs> I feel like you know. I have been so completely sheltered from anything happening. I didn't even world. know it was posted either, but uh, if you're getting ready to say that. Yeah. Well, I just have like, I feel like people um, multiple times in the last couple of weeks, I've had people encounters with people where they're like, oh my gosh, did you hear about this thing? And I'm like, no, no, yeah. I absolutely like the, I didn't hear about the earthquakes yeah. in Turkey and yeah. Syria until like, like, like days. Well after. And I'm, I, 
like what in the world? And I'm 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 embarrassed for saying this. Now I'm privy to it, but I didn't hear about the spy balloon until after he shot. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I. But apparently it was going along yeah. for five days, yeah, and I'm I like, heard about it. I but like, but okay, why on earth is that? Is that getting the attention? Mm. That it's getting versus like the almost zero. The, the first thing that I saw about Turkey mm. was when someone posted an our prayer page, our church prayer page about it. Mm. I, I don't know. It's like <clears throat> I uh, I tend not to be on Facebook a lot. Yeah, I try and stay off. Uh, messenger. I, I, I mean, I message my yeah. friends all the time and I'll, I'll 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 do a quick, you know, like run through. Yeah. On Facebook, but I'm not paying attention. Yeah, uh, and there's a, a lot of things like wrestling. I'll, it's a, I'll, I'll read some wrestling article or something like that on there. But primarily, I don't search after news or anything like that. And Facebook, when I was on it a lot, was how I was getting that. And then I would go do my research if if, if it was like a, a strange conspiracy theory or something that I wanted more answers to. <laughs> um, but now I don't. I just like in the last year, I've been been like I, I don't stop. Yeah, I just don't. I'm not on it, so I'm not getting news or anything. Yeah, like, like so. I need to, I need to up my like news digestion. Yeah, a lot of people just fast from it like completely, yeah. and uh, good for you if you do that. I mean, I'm not chastising you or anything like that, but uh, yeah, yeah, I have never done that. I just go. I know, well, I know what controls me on there. Mine isn't. So mine isn't that. intentional. Lots of people, especially like military men, service members, veterans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Like, I don't want to be dissociated from all that. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes it goes the opposite direction. But it's very difficult if you struggle with anxiety, especially Mm -hmm. anxiety related to lack of controllability Mm -hmm. and, like, a trauma maybe that you survived to see all of the horrendous things happening. Right, right. And so, you know, as a Christian, when that happens, you get to counter it with, but God. Yeah. Right? Like, God's sovereign. Yeah. His personality his character personality doesn't change Mm -hmm. right at all so you can trust that when he says something it's true right i mean so he tells us he's in control of it Mm -hmm. which means you don't have to worry about it right now like the from like the the place from knowing that and having it manifest Mm -hmm. as an actual belief Mm -hmm. and operation right there that's where our like canyon and valley exists yeah yeah. um but yeah anyway ebbs and flows um and this is actually a smooth segue into what we're going to talk about today as far as god's sovereignty and his attributes um the fact that he hasn't withheld anything good and that he is good and just uh just like we mentioned before at the beginning of the podcast we're talking about singleness yes 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 in light of valentine's day tomorrow (laughs) yeah well, Please now you know us. where we now have, you know where we're, we we're, humbly ask your forgiveness. Yeah, yeah, yes, for yeah. but but this is a topic that's been in the works for quite a while. Yeah, um, and we've been wanting to talk about this for yeah. a little bit. Uh, it, it did make sense to talk about it throughout the holidays as well because people yeah. can feel lonely. But it was just um, the way God kind of orchestrated yeah, there our was, topics. There were some better things to talk about during the holidays as well. Um, you know, the, the feeling of idolatry and all that stuff. Well, the spiritual uh, attacks. Yeah, the stuff. spiritual attacks and everything like that, which is uh, uh, more in line with the loneliness that maybe you experience in the holidays. But Valentine's yeah, Day right. is, a, is a day for what, what we would perceive as the day for, for Do couples. Do you know the, like, story of St. Valentine? Because I don't. <laughs> I'm ashamed. Uh, no, I know uh, he was a, it, it was St. Valentine. He's a, it was Roman Catholic. He was a saint. 
And uh, if you heard that big fall, uh, Robin Sorry. dropped her phone. <laughs> and that's okay. I'm trying to Google to consult Dr. Google about yeah. uh, St. Valentine's. St. Valentine's. But I know I've read this like a million. I, I know the um, folklore about uh, St. Valentine. It's right up Rome's alley. What's the folklore? Um, that he uh, would heal particular people and raise the dead and things like that. Oh, um, okay. Hold on here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Roman Empire. St. Yeah. Valentine. This is Wikipedia. We can't really. Okay. <laughs> well, that's just as good as folklore. Probably a little right. bit more accurate. Uh, yeah. St. Valentine is the patron saint of affianced couples. I guess that means engaged couples. Mm. I actually don't know. Affianced. Forgive us for not knowing what that means. Nick, you should use your phone to look up. It's it's uh, it spelled like a financed. (laughs) Oh, oh, his phone isn't here. Never mind. Okay, beekeepers, engaged couples. So maybe it is different. Uh, Epilepsy, fainting, greetings, happy marriages, love lovers, plague. Wow. Uh, What was epilepsy in there? I don't know. Shaking couples. It didn't say epileptic couples. <laughs> okay, <laughs> hold on. Let's. About. I'm going to go to the History Channel, guys. Forgive us. Hey, we're doing this so you don't have to. And for you, th- for those of you that already know this information, we are sorry. Uh, oh, the Saint. This according to the History Channel, the Saint Valentine who inspired the holiday mm. may be different, or may have been two different men. Ooh. Officially wow. recognized by the Roman Catholic Church, St. Valentine is known to be a real person who died around 270 AD. However, his true identity was questioned as early as 496 AD and by Pope Gelasius. G- which is first. weird because like around 200, Rome wasn't the Rome that we know nowadays. You know? 270. Yeah. That's, it's, it isn't? No, no. Okay, I'm terrible with history, and I need well, to get... Rome just likes to claim all of church history. Like, uh, everybody was Roman Catholic before they were Protestants. <laughs> That's just not true. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Um, I actually have a book that I'm going to read about that to help me prepare to yeah, yeah. S- to school my son. Yeah. Um, yeah. I actually really love history, too, and I just feel like yeah. sec- like growing up and attending secular yeah. institutions got... Uh, there was a section of Christianity that had a major influence on the on the world, which is across the Tiber River, which we know as Rome today, but uh, uh, no, that wasn't holistically the church. Okay. So, like, uh, However, I, I, okay, <laughs> let's see. Uh, he referred to the martyr, the Pope, this Pope Gelasius I, referred to the martyr and his acts as being known only to God. Mm. I don't know what any of that means. Um, so how did that translate into giving flowers Okay, this guy, yeah, I don't know. This guy was beheaded near Rome by Emperor Claudius II for helping Christian couples wed. Mm. So maybe that's what it is. Okay, there you go. Uh, a different account claims Valentine was Bishop of Terni, also martyred by Claudius II on the outskirts of Rome. Because of the similarities of these accounts, it is thought they may refer to the same person. Okay, enough confusion surrounds the true identity of St. Valentine that the Catholic Church discontinued liturgical veneration of him in 1969. Oh, though his name remains on its list of officially recognized saints. I love uh, the fact that they... uh, Liturgical veneration. You know what that means? Hmm. It's worship. (laughs) 
<laughs> translate yeah. the worship, but not giving the full sense to worship as you would with Jesus, just partial. Okay. Or obeisance. He's only part of the way there. Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, know how you do that. Like, I only partially like this guy. So the History Channel also says there's about a dozen St. Valentines plus a Pope Valentine. Yeah, well, yeah. Anyway, guys. Rome needs yeah. another saint to worship. Yeah, this is interesting. You got to take take it, everything with a grain of salt. Now, right? <clears throat> that is a, uh, some of this is a Christian attribute, how beautiful it is to help people get married. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, I'm guessing his, somebody out there knows like the actual detailed folklore mm-hmm. or historical accounts around this and please share them if you do. Yeah, and then when you have... Um, per, per, but he helping, helping couples get married, I yeah. can see how that gets associated with... Right, right. And, um, and so... This is also, you know, if you if you're persecuted within the first second century, uh, you have uh, Roman emperors that do not want you to propagate because you are a Christian. Um, then uh, he saw, uh, if this is true, uh, a Christian duty um, to help perpetuate that. Now, why? Because Christianity should flourish, and it does by marriage, mm-hmm. and it does by uh, propagating and being Children, fruitful and multiply yes. and taking dominion over the land. Marriage is a very very good thing. And I know you listening to this on Valentine's Day who are not married, you're right. like, all right, well, why don't right. you remind Quit me? beating us with yeah, that good, Yeah, but uh, we don't, just because we're talking about singleness, you have to talk about marriage. Yeah, well, I mean, because that is the alternative. Right, right, right. Yeah. You can't have singleness without uh, recognizing that uh, um, you're single. Right. So, <laughs> and there's not a significant other, so. We, um, we thought a good place to start, really, after we've already, like, talked about everything and its brother in the last 15 minutes sure. <laughs> um, to start with what does God say mm-hmm. about this mm-hmm. right what does God say about singleness um, what does it what does what does it mean mm-hmm. right what does like being given graced gift gifted right <laughs> gifted mm-hmm. the gift of singleness what Mm -hmm. does that mean how does that actually look right what does it look like um and so yeah that's where we're going to start nick Mm -hmm. um the uh going to read some scripture yeah so in first corinthians 7 i mean and everybody uh you know knows this first i mean it's it's talked about in a lot of circles uh married couples talk about this as well but um first corinthians 7 uh let's just say uh starting in verse uh yeah verse seven actually yeah in verse seven yet i wish that all men were even as i myself um and uh, paul is talking about himself he is not with um anybody he is single himself however each man has his own gift from god one this way and another that but i say to the unmarried and to the widows that it is good for them if they remain even as i but if they do not have self-control let them marry for it is better to marry and to burn with passion. And he gives exhortations to the married. Now, before he starts that, verse six says, but I say this as a concession, not as a command. Okay, so we have to, we have to understand that, uh, uh, what he means by concession and command. What this does not mean, though, is that it is not inspired text. He's just writing this on his own free will. This is inspired text. Right. This is wisdom from Paul. But we have other exhortations uh, in marriage and that it is good to get married in the whole uh, counsel of God and the wisdom of God that um, 
that fits nicely uh, with the fact that he's saying this is a concession. Mm -hmm. This is wisdom. This is advice that I give to you. At this time, the spreading of the gospel was going out all over the place. Right. And there's really speculation about this text, whether or not it is in light of the temple falling in 70 AD, since the gospel needed to go, uh, uh, needed to go out, the covenant was being established and then came to its full realization in 70 AD mm-hmm. to where the Christian era is now spreading. There's really no distinction between Jew and Gentile at that point. It's like definitive. Right. Right, right. Christ is preeminent sitting on Zion. The temple is destroyed. He does not dwell in temples uh, made by hands. He dwells in the hearts and minds um, of his children. Right, his children. And he tabernacles around us. Right. Um, you can look at the text like Which that. Which is kind of, that is by itself just like a crazy yeah. reality. Yeah, yeah, it is a crazy reality. Whoa. I do look at the text like this, but this is not to say that there's not wisdom still in this text for us today to consider. Yeah, yeah, of course. Right? Because I do believe that God still gives gifts and certain callings. I think that we see that throughout the gospel, especially in Ephesians 4, where you have a certain grace allotted to you predicated upon the calling of which you're called to. That's what Paul says, right? Right. The calling of which you're called to. Um, so yeah, your command to follow and a particular way to follow, right? And you've been given a certain allotment of grace for that. So everybody has a particular gift and calling with inside Christ. And so I can't say that this text is irrelevant no, no. now. Um, <clears throat> but we, we do have to consider is what he's talking about here. What is he talking about here? Especially, um, and he goes, uh, I wish it, everybody was like myself. Well, what was Paul? Single. Paul, yeah. Paul was single. He was also an apostle. Yes. He was also um, a Pharisee. He was a, yes. a very smart theologian, if you want to say it that way. Very wise yes. man. Very in the educated. Ways, yeah. Zealous in his, uh, uh, in the, uh, in his uh, Jewish uh, traditions, right. even. Met Christ on Damascus Road. Was blinded. Um, yeah. scales over his eyes which How I crazy yeah that? those scales fallen but I do think that uh, it damaged his eyes a, a little bit um, we have uh, parts of the text saying that uh, maybe the the thorn in this flesh is his eyes that he had to write with big letters because he could see yeah. um, so there was a lot of turmoil um, uh, and and he even pleaded for God to heal right. him uh, yeah. in that regard and my grace is sufficient for you that's yeah. what he got and so, uh, but he looked on like the glory of the Lord kind close, yeah. right? It was still not full. No, no. Moment, yeah, yeah. And it blinded him. Right, right. It blinded him. It blinded him. And so, um, and I think that uh, it was almost like Jacob, right? Uh, you're going to walk around with the limp, mm-hmm. um, knowing that you wrestled with God. You prevailed, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to let you forget mm-hmm. that I can break your hip. <laughs> but, um, right. um, and so this kept him humble in that position. And so he really was focused on the things of the Lord. To Paul. Sp- yeah, Paul, Paul was. was, yeah. Um, spreading the gospel, um, not diluting its message. Sometimes um, uh, acquiesced uh, to certain things so that the culture around him wouldn't be concerned with those things. He circumcised Timothy. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not a capitulation to a circumcision, but this is an acquiescence so that the Jews would hear the gospel and they wouldn't uh, 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 like focused on those things yeah. you know, that are not important. Since circumcision, regardless if you do yeah. it or not, doesn't mean anything anymore because we have circumcision of hand, uh, not made by hands, but by the by Holy the Spirit. Yeah. He can acquiesce to that. So this shows the importance of ministry and your call, Paul's calling in Christ and why he would say something like this in the first place. And he says, if you have that same aspiration, the zealous as I am, 
um, it's better for you to stay single right. at that point. Right, yeah. right, and, right. and so is that not wisdom for today? It, 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 does God not create that kind of zeal or that kind of position for somebody to walk in? Absolutely, he does. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would consider that. But there's qualifications um, in, in this. Um, and do you do you have uh, something to add on that? Uh, no. Okay, yeah, okay. I was like, I, I was like, Robin looks like she wants to say something. I want you to continue your yeah, thought yeah. first, yeah. And so uh, if I'm speaking fast, it's for a good reason. Um <laughs> Because we are going to get down to some of the dispositions of men and how they feel. Well, um, so Paul, I think Paul, what Paul is saying, he's saying, if more, if ever, I wish for everyone to be like me, we're going to move mm-hmm. into that right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, not because he hates family yeah. or he hates uh, the idea of marriage. Like marriage is a, as a people say that, yeah. covenant. Um, none of that is true. What he's saying is because I have been gifted. Yeah singleness by the Mm -hmm. lord i am able Mm -hmm. to put literally look at look at what he is able to do without a wife Mm -hmm. and children Mm -hmm. that he has to be responsible for Mm -hmm. that's what he's saying he's like look at all this kingdom work Mm -hmm. that could be done if Mm -hmm. all of us Mm -hmm. forsook marriage and just all dedicated every ounce of our energy and being to the kingdom and uh we as human beings right uh could turn our let's just say we we take paul's virtue yeah. Like Rome does mm-hmm. with every priest. Um, mm. <laughs> and they have problems because obviously they burn with passion. I'm not going to go down there. But um, oh, yeah, yeah. they may turn their nose up about somebody that doesn't have that aspiration. Maybe it hasn't been called to that. Well, you had to get married because you don't think of the things of the Lord. I do. It's not what he's saying either. Mm. He's saying the reality of what he's been and given. And that is a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, that is a bunch of nonsense. But he's saying the reality is that there are gifts of one way and gifts of another sure. and he he mentions that people are called to married life and people are also called to single life there's usually criterion that's why i go he goes i wish they were all like myself well right. what's paul analyze paul right. and you have some good qualifications there. right right and <laughs> i mean i like his story it really feels so much like the odyssey um yeah, yeah. or <clears throat> the Iliad. What is that other? That's the other epic. Yeah, poem. yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's seriously. It's it, there's a magical component to it, and I mm-hmm. all I mean is he two ship he shipwrecked twice, right? Mm-hmm. Twice. Mm-hmm. Th- this guy and got bitten by a viper and <laughs> left for dead and forty ma- lashes minus one. Yeah, uh, this guy suffered immensely. Oh my yeah. gosh! And he he. I can only imagine, I mean, I'm not him, I'm not a man, first of all, and I certainly am not an apostle, Um, but I can only imagine what it would have done to him to know that he had a wife waiting back at home. And it helped, uh, like some of the uh, the apostles that received equal amount of persecution did have uh, a wife, and so Paul was spared from that, but he was also humbled in yes, that position. Right. And God, like what, what we're saying is right. that it's clear from what the way that Paul talks about this, that God has gifted him yeah. uh-huh. with a certain disposition towards yeah. it. Like it isn't something that he is. It's a merciful thing. Right. Like he was going to have so much anxiety anyway. Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. He didn't need to add another thing onto it. You know, and it, it, he, he's already going to encounter, uh, encounter that. In fact, 
um, his suffering he used as a way to actually prove and justify his apostolic calling because yeah. a lot of people were call, uh, uh, questioning it. Right. Uh, they were saying, oh, he's bold in his letters, but he's quiet when he's in person. You know oh, what okay. I mean? Yeah. yeah. He, he, he's loud and demanding when he's writing, but when he's here, eh, not so much. He's kind of a, uh, you know, um, and they would say that uh, about him because he's been humbled so much. Mm-hmm. And he goes, would I have gone through this if I wasn't, <laughs> if I wasn't a possible, no one would wish no, this on. No. I didn't. And I do it for free. Well, and who like, and I keep coming back for more. Yeah. I keep, because it's the job isn't done yet. Yeah. He's like, I yeah. got gr- great care for these churches about false uh, ah. prophets and I get shipwrecked and left for dead. <laughs> and you have the audacity to say Question that I'm not yeah. my faith. Yeah. Right. I, uh, I've said that in my life too yeah. as well. Um, my, Hey, Hey, no one grows through this or whatever. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and I'll get to that, uh, what that is without understanding, um, that, uh, there's particular suffering involved that I would wish on nobody or that he would wish on nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's Paul. Yeah. I would consider right. some of that atmosphere of Paul. If you're saying, has God called me to singleness? Sure. If that's something that you're asking yourself. The substance, the equity of it. Of course, right. I don't believe that you've been shipwrecked twice or bitten by a viper <laughs> well, or whatever. The, those aren't the qualifications. No. It's, it's reflecting right. on what we know about Paul's life and right. what he went through right. in his pursuit of souls for the gospel, right? Like that, that right. we can make those comments that we're making. Right. And none of us... I, you know, need to aspire indeed necessarily to be yeah. like Paul. No, we don't need to search for shipwrecks or opportunity, right. you know. Remember, he w- says, imitate me as an imitate, as Christ. I imitate Christ, not get shipwrecked, <laughs> not do everything I do. That, yes, <laughs> he's talking about holiness in, in right. that part, Righteousness. right? Okay, and so, okay, so then he clarifies a little bit, okay, and we've already mentioned this, but he goes, however, each man has his own gift from God, one this way and one that way. Mm-hmm. You know the way that Paul. Mm-hmm. Went. Look at his life. Mm-hmm. What he went through. Right. Why, why he, he was doing it. Why he decided to stay in that. Right. There is only. There is no scripture that says God has called me to be single. Uh, from Paul, right. God has called me to be single so I can do this. Right. 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 It's assumed that by the total the way he walked in life, and then by the exposition of the scripture uh, uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'll uh, I'll uh, continue to go on. Um, so one has his one gift that went one way and the other, the other, but I say to the unmarried and to the widows that it is good for them if they remain even as I, but if they do not have self-control, let them marry for it is better to marry than to burn with passion. (laughs) Now, I don't think that he's saying just because you get married, all of a sudden temptation stops. Right, right, right. But he's saying that there is a certain avenue, what, of burning with passion Mm -hmm. that could, uh, will make you capitulate to sin, right? Yes. Right, right. Not all temptation goes away in marriage, but um, it's less likely (laughs) that you would sin against the Lord in marriage, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, it, at least uh, in the in the burning with sexual immorality. Yeah, right, right, right. Right, right. That's, uh, that's what I say. Um, as he goes, but if they do not have self-control. Okay, so there's that word, self-control. Right. So we already analyzed Paul's life here. He clearly does have yeah. self-control. Clearly does. And, well, maybe it's just because he was distracted by a lot of things. Maybe. Like, it just wasn't important to do it because he's got all, all kinds of other right. things. 
this is a calling to full-time ministry and not just full-time ministry to where it's like, oh, uh, yeah, I go out. To apostlehood. To apostleship. Yeah. Right. To th- This is every waking second that he has. Did I just make up that word? Apostle. To apostleship? No, apostlehood is what Apostlehood. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, Robin of the Hood. I, I Robin of the Hood. <laughs> um, but, uh, yes, um, but yes, to, to that. And there are some people who go to Uganda. Like, I know uh, a, sure. a guy who is now living in Uganda. He went to a two-week missionary trip, mm-hmm. and he didn't leave. Yeah. He's been out there for eight years That's now. That's crazy He cool. is single. Yeah. He's not doing He's not getting married. He's just doing that. Yeah. And he does not want to leave, yeah. and he loves these people, and he's established churches and hospitals and all of these things. That's, That's so what cool. he's doing. Yeah. Now, I don't know what happens when he comes back or if yeah. he wants to come back. Right. But right now, it this is best is, for him to be like Paul. That's what he thinks. Right. And he's got self-control. He doesn't burn with passion. Right. He's distracted, not distracted, but caught up in the things of the Lord. The Lord. So, right. I think that that's an important, that's a good launching place to an important like bullet point we want to make. There's mm-hmm. a difference, I think, it, an important difference between believing that God has gifted you with singleness in the way that he gifted Paul, mm-hmm. right? Or the way that he is gifting your friend. Yes. At least for all, by all uh, observable measures, right? right, right? right. Um, and some, and God like gifting you, quote, mm-hmm. with the season of singleness, yeah. right? Like a period of time right. where you would be single. Right. Now this is where we go down to probably what is norm. Um, for for the common man, right? Um, what is what? What is norm for the call a common man? Norm. Be, yeah, the the normity wouldn't be Paul's calling, right? Oh, and, oh, yeah. Or my friend's what, calling. What most of us, right? Yeah. The average. The normity would be. Yeah. I just haven't found a wife yet, and here's my season of singleness, yeah, <laughs> kind right. of thing. And sometimes that can last years. Yeah. Uh, I I I've been through it. Uh, he is married now, so he wouldn't mind me saying this. Jerry Roberts went through mm-hmm. it. Uh, I'm not going to give you the particularities. I'm sure he's talked about it. Um, his uh, his uh, 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 trials and tribulations through that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've talked to many of young men who uh, feel broken, unworthy. Why is God doing this to me? Um, and you would go, uh, well, why don't you just go out and find a woman? And, and it's not that easy. Oh, and they, and no. they try and the, the relationships don't work out or they end up like not liking each other or whatever. Right. Um, I had a big fear of not wanting to date anybody at church because I don't want it to not work out and it'd be awkward inside a sanctuary. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Uh, that was uh, prohibiting me from even talking to anybody in the first place, amongst other things. But that... Because I've seen how it works. They're sitting on, on, on opposite sides of the church now. And I go, that's not right. Because that's brothers and sisters should be, you know, together kind of thing. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't want to go there. <laughs> I don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, feelings get hurt, right? Yeah. But you're not allowed as a Christian to not forgive right. your brother. I, I am a single young man. And I'll talk about this a, a little bit. And then I kind of want to hear... Um, um, your trials and tribulations, but uh, but you know, with struggling with loneliness or anything like, before you got married, okay. maybe, uh-huh. maybe, maybe if there was or not. But um, I, I think that uh, stemming from my past, and I've I actually wrote uh, written a blog about this. Maybe I'll share it mm-hmm. either on this podcast or maybe on Instagram yeah. um, or Facebook, like a link in our story, maybe. Yes. Yeah, we can do that. Um, 
about finding out the, the what love is inside of Christ and wishing that you knew that sooner so that the relationships that you would have maybe wouldn't be destroyed. Okay. And because of the uh, because you didn't know that, right? You find yourself lonely now. You're with Christ, but you're still suffering the consequences of what you've done in the past. Um, and I've always exhorted young men um, to think about the consequences of sin even after uh, repentance has been granted. Yeah. Because it's important to know these things so that you can understand what grace is doing now so that you have to, you really have to suffer the consequences of the past because you wouldn't understand how grace is molding and shaping you in, in times of turmoil and suffering. Right. Which is what the point of our sanctification really is to conform us to the image of Christ. Right. But I'm not going to say that a young man has never said, well, maybe if Christ saved me sooner, I wouldn't be so alone right now. And it's almost paralleling what Israelites mm. said in uh, the Exodus. You, uh, we're thirsty. You left. A, you let us out here to just be. I was better off because at least I, I had water in Egypt. Right. But now I have nothing. Right. Oh, well, you saved us from Pharaoh. But I'm going to die out here. Right. I, I might as well just be with Pharaoh. Right. And how abominable is that? Oh, man. You know and I mean? we're all so guilty right. of those. It, but then one might accuse God. Well, why don't you just give him some water? You caused them to say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as if God didn't already know their felt needs. Right. But okay. Sometimes maybe he will withhold those things so that you may what? Fully rely and trust on and him. be on him. Yeah. I'm, I'm thirsty, but God is good. So if I have to remain thirsty, then praise praise God. Right. Did you ever thank him for your singleness? Right. Because that's pretty much what he's doing. Well, and I think that re- that also touches on a really important point. So another person uh, uh, that was single was Jesus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we can't, we have to really ask ourselves in seasons of singleness, especially when we feel lonely, and jealous and bitter even right resentful of other people who aren't maybe aren't single or who are no longer single like Mm -hmm. you're watching them couple up um that singleness is not bad Mm -hmm. and i feel like those feelings that are so negative can help taint our perspective Mm -hmm. right on singleness even seasons of singleness right Mm -hmm. that like color it in this really bad lighting. Mm. And maybe part of the problem is that we're not looking at it the mm. way that we should be looking at it. Right, right. Um, now, that isn't to like diminish or neglect how crappy it can feel. Sometimes people are fine. Mm-hmm. And other times people, especially people who have been single a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think that men and women experience singleness a little differently Mm -hmm. and that they experience it differently as they age. Mm -hmm. So like a single older lady Mm -hmm. might have a different experience at singleness, right? With regard to singleness than a man does Mm -hmm. his same, her same age, right? Mm -hmm. Who is also single. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you believe that there's obviously there is, um, but that burning with passion Obviously, that's going to look differently for a man than a woman. How sure? How how does it feel as a woman uh, in that burning with passion? If you don't mind me asking, 
what that uh, what the emotional response is to that. What do you what do you mean the emotional response? Uh, a, a lot of men uh, at that at that uh, let's just say they're convicted by the Lord not to commit sexual immorality, um, and so they burn with passion, and so they get angry um, in response oh. to that. Okay. Um, or e- even sad. What does that look like for a woman? If let's oh, just say I'm you <laughs> withhold yourself from sexual immorality, but you're still burning with passion. Um, I think it looks different for each each woman Mm -hmm. i don't know exactly how to answer that question Mm -hmm, yeah um because i think women are probably more likely to just settle on like okay well this is what burning with passion or desire feels like physically Mm -hmm. and there's not anything i can do about it Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna like i'm just gonna get used to it being Mm -hmm, here mm -hmm. um but i think like ultimately you could have any emotional response to it like you could Mm -hmm. be angry you could be frustrated you could be feel like uh resentful resentful and bitter towards god towards other people i think any like mm-hmm. yeah i've never really thought about what it would be your primary yeah emotional what, what response would be our primary be. emotional response yeah uh, I, I see in young men a lot and the only reason why i say this because i counsel young men on, on this there's a lot of frustration and anger and feeling unworthy and uh feeling lesser than a man um because huh. they're not allowed to uh uh, act upon their what they believe or passively uh, let's just say so to speak their nature uh, well so I, th- I think for women especially like older women that have just been single it's their uh, womanhood is definitely a part of that too yeah. but it's it's like i you know like maybe i'm not fulfilling my desire or duty to have children mm-hmm yeah, I it, I was going to go there because we see some spots in the Bible where um, women are completely angstful for not being able to either have a child. There's an instance where uh, 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 a woman was mourning her virginity um, and uh, because, well, I, I'm not going to go into that story, but uh, let's just say that uh, she was sacrificed, um, but she was mourning her uh, virginity. Um, and so there is a, there is a, a, a mandate from God to be fruitful and multiply. And I do believe that's not just a command, but that is intrinsically in our substance. Right. Um, as man, he spoke that into our hearts mm-hmm. and that, that it actually, um, uh, so we have a, to, a, yeah. a supernatural yeah. right, disposition around it and yeah. a drive right to right. do those things. I think that's true too. And yeah. that's true for men and women. Yeah. Oh yeah. Both. Yeah. And I just think it may manifest a little differently mm-hmm. emotionally for both, which mm-hmm. would make sense because mm-hmm. no. we are unlike how popular everything would like you to think we mm-hmm. are quite different. We right. are very distinct. Right. And so mm-hmm. if we take a look at the fact that a woman was made for man as far as um, a help meet, like a, they yeah. would say help meet, right? Like a, or a helper, right? Let's just say helper. Uh, and a uh, man was supposed to work until the ground. Um, and uh, whatever a man isn't, a woman is and, the, and vice versa. And so we need each other uh, on that aspect. Um, so I think like even if we just pause there really quickly before you continue, it makes sense that you would have the experience of loneliness right right. or like unfulfilled desire Mm -hmm. right Uh, like uh, um hindered experience Mm -hmm. right to being deprived of joy Mm -hmm. um you know i think it starts to go down to the root core of who you are right yeah at that point well and i think the question too 
um, even on the trajectory you were just on of, so if God says that, you know, he who finds a wife finds a good thing, if Mm -hmm. this is a, if marriage is a good thing, does that mean if I'm single that God Right is keeping a good thing. Yeah, from me. It says that he holds uh, no good thing for his children. He withholds no good thing, right? But if you're single and finding a wife is good, right? Then then why, right? Then why don't I have a wife? You know what I mean? What would you say to that, Nick? Well, first of all, usually people that ask that question, not just in curiosity or trying to bring a charge against God, that uh, first of all they're trying to portray whether or not um, he will continue to (laughs) to withhold that uh, good thing. Remember, he declares things. I'm going to give you this. Right. And it's not within your time. You would be demanding that good thing, and therefore it's in your entitlement, not grace. Right, right, right. You Uh, weren't entitled to anything. Yeah. Right. But then also, is it not a good thing? Apart from Christ. Yeah. Is it not a good thing for God to either wait or with to withhold a certain thing so that you may learn the better thing, which is obedience and faithfulness. Right. And being conformed to the image of Christ. Right. If that was a problem, Paul wouldn't have said what he said mm-hmm. in First Corinthians six or seven. Right, he wouldn't have said that. Remember, we don't want to contradict the word of God. No, so we need to find a balance between providentially what God has given you today, and then the commands to walk through that. And sometimes that means being obedient where you're at. Right, um, and that. He hasn't withheld the good thing. A wife would be a good thing, mm-hmm. but the gift of what that what he's giving me now um, is also the, a good thing. Is the good thing right? And that's really hard when the feelings that associate right. it are yeah. like loneliness mm-hmm. and oh, jealousy, envy. And remember, the Holy Spirit is your advocate. He has given you that. You're not utterly alone. No. no. Um, and I know that you will feel alone. Right. Um, well, and we were talking about this before we started recording. Yeah. It is one of the great emotional confusions that we can experience something that is so like opposing to objective reality and truth. Mm-hmm. Right. So like this, this suffering, it, it hurts so bad. It is so painful. Mm-hmm. But God also causes all things Mm -hmm. to work together for good yeah to you know so how do you reconcile feeling like this is the most awful thing feeling Mm -hmm. like you are far from god feeling isolated from him from other Mm -hmm. people but knowing Mm -hmm. the truth of your Mm -hmm. actual proximity right i i think of the scripture let uh every man be a liar but god be true right um he has not robbed you from anything. No. Um, and and he, he owed you nothing. Yeah. But he has given you everything. Right. With himself. And right. that's so that's. And the, if it would have been a too little, I'll say this. If it would have been too little, mm-hmm. you would have had more. Right. It's what he promised David. I do believe the Davidic covenant par- kind of parallels some of the attributes, parallels with the new covenant. Mm-hmm. And he was, you know, David goes and sleeps with Bathsheba. Yeah. I given you all everything, all yeah. the wives, the, the 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 glory and the delight of kings. And if it would have been too little, I would have given you more. If it would have been too little, if I would have just shortchanged you, David, right. I would have given you more. I do think that 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 that's how God handles His people. Right. Everybody has their own gift. What Paul said. 
Everybody has been a certain, um, um, uh, 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 has a certain grace allotted to them. Um, he has give gifts when he rose on high to men, mm-hmm. um, which means um, not just spiritual gifts, but dominion over the land. <coughs> and everybody will have their allotment. Mm-hmm. Um, if it would have been too little, he would have given you more. Right. Um, because uh, God always fulfills. Right. He's in the business of not only preserving life, mm-hmm. but giving you the quality um, that is pertaining to your calling, mm-hmm. not of what you want. Quality, I think, that looks different than God. Sufficient. <clears throat> Sufficient for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. That you may not uh, conform to idolatry, mm-hmm. but you may go through him. And a lot of times, and let's just say it, young men and women, you romanticize... Um, <clears throat> And idolatrize relationships. Uh, yeah, idolize, right, marriage. Yeah. As what, like, so you treat it. Idolatrized. <laughs> <laughs> idolized, yeah. As you treat it as Jesus, as the Savior. Yeah. And so I am married. Um, this is my second marriage. We don't need to get into all of that. But mm-hmm. so I've been through a divorce and being single again. And then James, meeting James and the two of us getting married. Um so I feel like I've kind of come personally through a lot of different avenues of this. Did you say this is your first real Christian relationship? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, certainly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean. That's important. That's well, important. like, especially, especially with, um, I had friends, of course, mm-hmm. but nothing like. Yeah, I know, yeah, but intimacy, yeah, intimate yeah. relationship. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Um, I mean, really, like, my first relationship period after uh, my divorce yeah. from Tommy. Yeah. So it's important to, to understand that aspect is mm-hmm. uh, that uh, God gave you something in return. <laughs> well, yeah. and God did so much, like, peace. He gave me so much peace in that period of time, the, like, three and a half years or something mm. um, that it was. And, like, I had... I've always desired to be married and have children, mm-hmm. but I was totally convinced that God had that all taken care of mm-hmm. long before before my little blip on the mm-hmm. timeline of <laughs> earth's history. Mm-hmm. Um, I ha- really did, f- I like leaned into this, like if I want these things, God knows that I want these things. Mm-hmm. He knows He knows it better than I do, mm-hmm. Right. And it's a it's good to want these things. So, he, like, if I get them, then I do. And if I don't, he's still God and he's still good. Right. And I'm still his adopted daughter, right? right. Um, I remember, um, you know, we go back to the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Every time I, I, I say those three, I think of Sunday school and, like, little kids' songs I that they that teach you. I love that story so yeah. much. But... Um, you know, they were getting ready to be thrown into the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, our God um, can save us and will save and us. Will. But even if he doesn't, right. we want you to know right. that we're not bowing down. Right. Right. Even if he doesn't right. show up. I like how they declared it. He will. Know. He will. Oh, uh, it gives he me can. Bumps. And he will. Yeah. 
But even if he doesn't. Right. He would right. be, right. There, There is this saying, no, he will because this is what he does with his children. Right. But he also does this with his children. Right. He delights in the death of his uh, of the saints. And the, the reason why he says that is it, it, it's talking about righteousness and fulfillment right. in that. Right, right. It is actually a sweet thing to go to heaven. Right. <laughs> a sweet thing to die with inside the Lord uh, right. too as well. And I think they recognized that. I think that they recognized even if we burn. Right. Alive. Yes. First of all, we were saved from this torture that you're already given us. Right. By trying to make us down, bow down to the, uh, to the idol. Right. And in other words, I'd rather die than right. worship another God. Die this horrible death. Yeah. Yeah. Think of how profound that is. Right. How many of us actually would go, you know what, if this kills me, I'm, I'm, I'm dying in the Lord. Right, right that, that's what about what's, that's what is about uh, to happen. Uh, uh, go ahead and apply that to even the most soft and minimal suffering in your life because a lot of the times we'll just exacerbate it and uh, blow it out of proportion and we're allowed to i guess you know right. uh, pain is subjective as far as uh how we feel or how we interpret it um and a lot of people i can't do that i'll just die and i've heard paul washer to say this then die <laughs> <laughs> it's he's being tongue-in-cheek yes because first of all you're not yeah. and second of all and <laughs> right, right. Um, I can't go to church or I can't do this certain thing or I can't whatever because of how I feel. I can't pursue this because of how I feel. I'm dealing with this. It'll kill me if I actually walk biblically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Then uh, let it kill you. Yeah. And I uh, guarantee you uh, it, that's your emotions talking. Um, yeah. That is not reality. Um, same thing within singleness too as well. Uh, if I'm alone another minute... Yeah. Or for I don't uh, capitulate to my passion. Right. I will just die. Yeah, I'll explode. No. And well, and it is and it is also like a very evolutionary uh, right. perspective. Like you're not just an animal mm. that is subject to their impulse. Mm. You're not man or woman. It sounds like Freud. <laughs> it's that's a very like a darwinian yeah thought yeah right because if all we are, are a product of like passing your genes on to the next mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. then like survival of the fittest is in full ploy mm-hmm. right yeah. and instead of categories of life they look at it uh, as a the foundation and purpose so yeah. like we that isn't how we look at any of this mm. no we recognize those <clears throat> attributes in men mm-hmm. uh, we recognize those things of god's uh providence to preserve life Right. So, so like making those things instinctual, like it's just because I'm a man also gives you license to be sinful. Right. Because if it, you're just a victim of your flesh, right. then you can do whatever you want right. and blame it on your flesh. Mm-hmm. And that's. So this begs the question then, what is a man? <laughs> <laughs> now, in 2023, people are finding that really hard to, to define. define. And listen, this is the fall of a great empire because we just described to you holistically how god preserves life how the secular uh, world preserves this and then all of a sudden it's like okay well in order for me to do that then mm-hmm. what is a man and we don't know and so we're going to self-implode by the way i don't mean to project the history of empires that have done this in the past but they've fallen because they can't get this answer right mm-hmm. and that was one of the main things when i entered into the kingdom of god um, dealing with drug addiction and things like that, coming off of extreme promiscuity, immediately feeling alone. Right. Especially within that first year, I'm used to being with people. Oh, right. And not just being with people, but being with people. 
Right, right. You know what I'm talking I, about. Yes. A little, little ghetto child coming Red, up. Rated R. Uh, but like, <laughs> but um, I had to, I go, I don't want to bring a woman into this complex mess because right. I haven't figured it out. Well, okay. So, and I think that there is like, this is all stuff that would would occur on like a spectrum, right? Right. And like the thresholds for being sinful and being obedient, like would be very thin. Mm. Um, but I think it's wise and loving yeah. if you are going through like a, if you're single now and you are currently going through a crazy Psycholo- mm-hmm. psychological struggle that I didn't mean to like pun intended there are really intense dealing with something that monopolizes a lot of your attention and time. You already said it. I'm offended. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry. Um, then like, it's probably pertinent that you deal with that before you go searching for yeah. a husband or a wife. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I remember a joke and it's like, uh, are you going to get married? No, I don't have health insurance. Well, you can get, still get married. No health insurance first, then marriage. <laughs> <laughs> like, I gotta make sure I'm all right before I yeah, enter. Get yourself but, a but like physical. But there's a re- there is very much wisdom yes. in not capitalizing on everything just because you have the liberty to do so. Yeah. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Uh, again, we, we, we said this analogy um before we recorded, but I think I'm gonna go back to it. It's like fasting, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's just say you do a three day fast. What not to do after a three day fast is feast on 15 pancakes, pancakes and bacon, yeah, right? Immediately. Sounds good. <laughs> I would do that before fasting. Oh my fasting. gosh, it, does, it actually <laughs> makes me feel like I would be so nauseous yeah. so quick. Right. But you can see, Nauseous. I'm hungry, I can eat 15 pancakes, mm-hmm. right? And I know some people that do that. Like, I just know the minute it like hit my belly. Oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Run right through. This is a mistake. But that, gluttony is still gluttony. <laughs> wisdom is still wisdom. You're going to get sick. Having a meal is appropriate. Having sure. eight meals is not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh man, I just imagined you sitting at like a oh, yeah. long buffet table and like <laughs> have eight, like eight courses. It was just, it was very cartoonish. But, they all had like the silver yeah. tray with the lid. And those have a specific name, and I'm completely blanking on what it is. It's French. So, and what I mean by that um, is that. When you prepare and make a meal, you don't just dive right into, you know, all you can eat things. Um, you you have to, there's wisdom mm-hmm. in, 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 uh, in preparing a meal. There's wisdom in preparing yourself for marriage or, uh, or mm-hmm. in, in a, an intimate relationship. Yes. And if you can't answer the question, what is a man, if you're a man or a woman, right. in this situation, it's best to find that out yeah, first. Yeah, get some counsel. Yeah, get some counsel. Around that, if you are struggling. And to be honest, within that first year, I didn't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I knew what it was biologically. I mean, I can say, yeah, man, how does this, you know, X, Y, and X, Y, all that stuff, right? Yeah. I can say that, which is what Matt Walsh is saying over in Daily Wire when he made that documentary, What is Woman? Yeah. But the substance and the nature has a particularity of both physical and spiritual, according right. to God. Yes. And I needed to find that out. The horrors of going into the kingdom, of thinking that uh, it was very fundamental, right? I can't have any thoughts. I can't have this. I don't know what to do. I couldn't look at anybody in the eyes. Wow. Everybody was pretty. Mm-hmm. And I'm celibate. And I'm like, uh, I don't want any kind of sexual thought. I don't want any kind of thing. And I'm just looking up the whole time. 
like a weirdo. Like a weirdo. And <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, sorry. and I'm not doing this as a metaphor. Yeah. I was doing like that. Like you were actually I was doing it. actually doing that. Yeah. It's no way to live. Praise God, brother, for how far you've come. Oh my goodness. It was, tra- that's it amazing. Was, it was madness. Don't, do not despise the days yeah. of humble beginnings. Right? At the same time, it is sinful to have sexual and moral thoughts. Sure. So what do I got to do? Because something's got to give here. Either I have to accept the fact that I'm going to be sexually immoral in the lo- uh, in the mind yeah. and be able to uh, have eye contact with people, or I have to look up. And God goes, no, we're going to go do a different route. It's actually neither of those right. options. Yeah. We're going to take care of your thoughts. We're also going to take care of, stop the looking up con- for a second. Yeah. You know? The eye contact. <laughs> the thing. eye contact, you yeah. know, communing the, with people. The shame and the avoidance. And I realized that I was looking at men and women different than what the Bible would have me. Understand them. Now, if this is wisdom that actually uh, capitulates to mind so you that you could recapitulate the scripture, mm-hmm. it's going to take some time. Neural pathways change, and if God doesn't do an instant miracle and actually governs like we see mostly yeah. through other Bible through natural means, it will take some yeah. time. And don't, <laughs> yes, be patient. It be Patient, patient with it. Yeah. Find out what a man is. Oh, I know the definition. Now I'm going to go ask somebody to uh, marry uh, me. Admit. No, that's not what I'm saying. No. Walk in that wisdom. Mm-hmm. Learn with that wisdom. And all of a sudden, the guilt of seeing an attractive woman went away because I was like, my thoughts are like I'm actually all, supposed to find yeah. the opposite sex attractive. And my and my thoughts are, she's beautiful. Praise God. Right. And it stayed there. Right. Because I didn't look at her like a piece of trash meat. or meat. Yeah. Something, you know, Praise something like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But that took a while. I'm not saying that it yeah. did. You it, didn't it, like wake up one morning and all of a sudden it was. Right. Yeah, like it was different. just there. Right. And uh, that my hormones didn't uh, generate just because I've seen somebody. Oh, of course, men, you're right. dealing with that right now. Women, you are also. Yes. Yes. Dealing with that in your own special way. <laughs> and however you're dealing with it, we know that the biblical command is not to what? Look at pornography. Right. Uh, stay your hand. Do not look at pornography. Yes, yes. What is going on in your mind? And that's when I started to analyze the fact that my mind has been capitulated to, I, I, I'm saying that a lot instead of predicated. Uh, <laughs> um, we need to do some t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, capitulate. Yeah. Predicate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's all some kind of eight. He's word. doing a little dance. Yeah, you yeah. guys can't see it, yeah. but he did when he said it. Um, and, uh, but it was so profound that I had to actually learn what a man was, what a woman was. Sure. What a husband is. I feel like I'm still learning is. those things. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect because I don't have the experiential wisdom mm-hmm. except for what a man is. Mm-hmm. Um, and what a woman is as far as my um, relationships, uh, you know, friendships uh, along the way mm-hmm. uh, and understanding, you know, um, uh, the fact that we're all made in the image of God, sinners, all that, yada, yada. Um, so experiential wisdom and knowing what a husband is, I don't. Mm-hmm. Biblical wisdom and knowing what a husband is, I have, you know. Sure. And I, I think you have to have that as the foundation before <laughs> the experience makes sense. Um, and so therefore, mm-hmm. Wait. Get that knowledge into your heart. Be the man. I, I'm just going to say this. Be the man that you would want your wife to, you know, right. have. And not only loving her, but preserving her and then vice versa as well. Right. Well, and like this could be an exhortation to the church at mm-hmm. large, like your local body, right? Mm-hmm. Like families and stuff. Make it a point. I know there are lots of places that have like ministries specifically geared towards this, mm-hmm. but like invite your single people mm-hmm. over. 
Right. Like love on them. I'll be and, right and over. There are a lot of faithful people that do this kind of stuff. I'll right? be right over. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> so like <laughs> no, make sure, you know, not, I'm not saying that you need to be making like playing matchmaker, but help your sing like single folks like out. They love you, you know, mm-hmm. and they like help them not feel like mm-hmm. <laughs> third wheels. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, it's just an, it's an exhortation right. for how we can love our neighbor. Right. That's all. I extended uh, that waiting for a long time, mm-hmm. extended it. And I don't believe it, it was in vain. In fact, through that pain, because I had to work out uh, other things. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you know what a man is. Right. Now you know what a woman is. Right. Now you know what a husband and a wife and what a family and a father and mother. You know all those things. Right. You know what mm. is expected of you. Uh, now, what about your other idolatrous ways? Yeah. Um. Are you just going to give up on that knowledge just because you're married now? Or um, what about the calling which I called you? We're going to set other foundations up uh, with you as well. Mm-hmm. And just like Paul, I go, he's got me wrapped up in the things of him right now, like immensely. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay this way <laughs> for right now. <laughs> <laughs> because I do not think it's a calling to be single. I felt like you were going to start rapping there. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. again, he's, you should you, see you how he's, he's moving. my hands. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I, I, mean, I know. It's awesome. I'm, 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 I'm guiding. Talk I'm, with I'm, your hands. I'm guiding a plane in. Yeah. Right <laughs> um. <laughs> there was like a little core trunk yeah, swivel yeah, yeah, in that last yeah. one, too. But uh, you should see when I preach. You've heard <clears> me preach. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, um, but like, yeah, there's other things foundations that I had to build up, right? What am I doing in life? You know, coming from um, a a totally idolatrous uh, worldview and disposition in drugs, promiscuity, failed stand-up comic, all of that stuff Mm -hmm. that completely dissociated me from reality, I had to start from ground zero. I had to start from, uh, you know, back to the chalkboard of, what is life in general yeah. and what's my responsibility to it? Not only in knowing what a man is, but what a man's supposed to do. Right. Um, and, and then in the particularity, how does that look in my life? Right. I just thought there was much wisdom in going, no, I'm not going to date. And, right yeah. um, and I don't know how far that extends and that you can get mixed up in the mind by maybe waiting too long or too long. I don't think that's all going to be in vain, especially if you have the things of the Lord in mind. Right. Well, and this is, yeah. maybe this is like, uh, like a second parter or like an addendum, like another Mm -hmm. 20 minute episode. But, um, so there's all these cultural, this might be its own episode, right. But, or its own like discussion that we do later. Um, but there's a lot of cultural and traditional kind of, uh, thoughts about whose job it is to pursue yeah. somebody in like a courtship or something you're interested in dating. Sadie Hawkins. Um, and I, and I'm, I'm not saying anything. I'm not, I don't think that those traditions are inherently bad by any stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're, you know, I think we should have a discussion about like, if you're, you know, an older single lady or if you're a single lady and you're interested in somebody, a, you know, a Christian dude, you got your eyeballs on someone. Mm-hmm. Scripture does not tell you that you can't. In fact, look at Ruth. Mm-hmm. Go read you some Ruth and look what Ruth did. Mm-hmm. And it God 
greatly blessed. And it was by way of Naomi. Yes. Uh, uh, being a, a godly woman and well, understanding and the law. No, and to yeah. direct Ruth the way that she did. And yeah. Ruth being obedient to the Lord and faithful to her mother-in-law. Yeah. Um, but so we need to, like ladies, you know, um, I said just a second ago, like families invite your single people over. But single people, like go invite yourself too, you mm-hmm. know, like be make, social, yeah. you know, put not, and I'm, you know, that doesn't mean that you are immediately going to meet your future spouse. Mm-mm. No, but we can be active participants. Yeah. At I, least a little bit. Well, right? and, and this is, goes back to a, a identity. What, you know, let's say you are called to get married. Yeah. And right now you're single mm-hmm. and you've been obedient mm-hmm. and you've actually done everything right. Mm-hmm. But the feeling of loneliness says that you're unworthy, broken. Right. Nobody wants you. Nobody wants you. You're not worthwhile. So then therefore. I'm worthless. You never meet anybody. Well, <laughs> I mean, if if that keeps you from going out or making mm-hmm. yourself emotionally available, mm-hmm. then yeah, it could. Uh, Goodwill Hunting. Mm-hmm. He's talking to Robin Williams. Yes. And he's talking about, he goes, I went out a date. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, uh, and he goes, hey, did you call her back? And he goes, no, I didn't call her back yet. Yeah. And he goes, oh, smooth, you know, smooth, you yeah. know, whatever. That's smooth, Romeo. And he goes, no, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And he goes, well, why haven't you called her? And he goes, he goes, I don't know. This girl's uh, perfect right now. I don't want to ruin that. Yeah. And he goes, well, maybe you're perfect right now. Maybe you don't want to ruin, ruin, that. ruin yeah. that. And he goes, but that's, I think that's a super philosophy, Will. Now you can go through life never having really to know anybody. Right, right. Now, actually, he says that same thing back to Robin Williams after he says he doesn't want to get married, uh, remarried because his wife's dead. And he goes, my wife's dead. My wife's dead. And he goes, well, that's a super philosophy. Now you don't right. have to, you know what I mean? That's such a good but, movie. It's yeah. been a long time since yeah. I've seen it. But I've always taken that super philosophy of, okay, in a theological sense, right? Sometimes your... Um, sin and not really identifying yourself correctly not how the lord would identify you um is the reason why you're in the position that you're in and i I know that sounds harsh because i don't want to undermine your emotions there's things that led up to you believing Mm -hmm. that and we can work through that Mm -hmm. but the reality is you ain't gonna find a woman sitting on a couch feeling sorry for yourself and so now we have to work past that if that's not what you if 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 you aren't burning with passion Mm -hmm. right if Mm -hmm. it's not if you aren't feeling called to pursue a relationship mm-hmm. with somebody, then that's fine. Yeah. Like we're not, our comment on that is not that you should force yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you are like most of us, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. need, you should be obedient. Yeah. Right. Be mm-hmm. obedient where you have, uh, where, where you, you are. Yes. It's okay to look at your sin and go, you know what? I'm going to work on this first. If you've solved that, let's just say that uh, you walking in the commands of the Lord. There are people out there that are not sexually immoral and shouldn't be chastised as being sexually immoral, right? right? Of course. I've done these things. I, I've, I've put it. I put sexual immorality away. Fine, mm-hmm. good. Um, but I'm still single all these years. I've done everything correctly. I've even got on a dates and it just hasn't worked. I don't. I. 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 I whatever your. Uh, uh, position in life is kind mm-hmm. of thing um whatever your circumstance <laughs> right is. right it's a smooth way to lose yourself if you start what you know uh looking at yourself as well maybe it's just me well right yeah. right um, and at the same time like if you haven't done some mm. necessary self-appraising you should mm. right right <gasps> well i always I, I just said this yesterday to a brother at church um 
you know, and he goes, uh, I'm glad you found Apologia, you know, a church where you can be fed. Because I was talking about the other church that I uh, went through. And I go, well, you know, I learned a lot uh, from that other church, but I take being fed differently than just didactic theology or, or a newness in position. Yeah. I think that is included, but I'm looking for worship. Yeah, worship, conviction and sin, right? And vindication and righteousness. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because sometimes you are doing what you're supposed to do and you're doing it correctly. We chastise the saints too much and go, well, you can't be doing that correctly. Sir. Right, right. And I go, it must be right. what you're doing wrong. I'm looking for both right. because I do believe that God does vindicate. Right. And I do believe that he confirms. And to say that he hasn't overcome certain things in my life is a complete distortion Distortion of the work of God. The reason why I mention that mm-hmm. is because you who are single, some of you are okay. Yeah. That... That yes, we are sinful creatures, and we're all, 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 never going to be sinless, right? You will sin less, yeah. but you have overcome certain things that maybe prohibited you from getting married in the first place. <clears throat> but now that are, are solved. I want to tell you that those are solved, and to you know, uh, praise God that He actually solved those in your life. Mm-hmm. And now you find yourself in a new position. I'm not sexually immoral anymore. Maybe. Um, I am not sinning that way anymore. Maybe I have found the fullness of identity in myself. And now the temptation is uh, 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 of believing something different than what you've learned. And so the Lord is now shaping and molding you Mm -hmm. based off the wisdom that you've learned all through this. Right. So that you may be prepared for marriage. I'm not going to prophesy in your life and say that's going to happen. Yeah. But... You are where you're at. You've overcome where you've overcome through this. See it through to the end and be faithful. Yeah. And that is really the disposition of all singleness. And then there is the, hey, guy, it's okay. There's a lot of single women at your church. You're just not talking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're fine. You're not doing anything. You have all the self-esteem. Good for you. Um, (laughs) Just talk. And and then don't be afraid of rejection. Yes. Um, That's hard. Yeah. I wish I, I, I that's its own. If you figured too. it out, go ahead and let me know because that's hard. <laughs> oh no, um, I haven't figured that one out no, yet. No, no. <laughs> I just kind of go uh, and sulk for three days and get over it. But uh, but uh, uh, but like yeah, there is a fear of rejection. Don't be afraid of that. Um, this is why I've always had that problem with pursuing women at church. And I'm like, I don't want to be rejected in the sanctuary. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hey, you want to go get a, go, a cup of coffee? No. Okay celebrate jesus <laughs> and yeah. then and do a worship song afterwards oh, oh my goodness um so i um uh so yeah I, th- that's my exhortation to this and and if this has helped you out in any way uh, i'm glad well, robin, uh, robin do you have anything to add before we wrap up uh no i think we could spend a lot more time talking about um like kind of caveats that spin off of this whole topic yeah. in general and so I'll make mention of this. I have written a blog. Oh, yeah, that's um, right. I'm going to post. I'm, I was going to attach it to this podcast, but I think I'm going to post it as an individual video okay. after this podcast comes out. Um, I wrote a blog about, first of all, there, it's three and a half minutes of a fake story of how I wished my life would go. Uh-huh. And then there's an exhortation from John Piper about um, thanking God for the life he, that he's given you. Yeah. And then what really happened Mm -hmm. uh, in my past life and how I destroyed a particular relationship. Mm -hmm. And it's an exhortation to young men to be obedient where they're at now. 
um, and if they feel sorry for the consequences uh, that, 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 that they're still um, yielding even after uh, repentance has been granted, I think it will. Uh, I think it will encourage you, even women too, as well. Okay. And so everybody that I've given this to ends up crying. Forgive me if that is <laughs> your case. Just be prepared. Apparently, it can evoke some emotion. You will. You will hear sniffles coming from me as well. <laughs> um, in this, as I'm talking, um, this is sort of my. I, I'll just say it, and I'll be real. There's real pain in what sure. I'm talking about in here, and so. Uh, look out for that and maybe uh, maybe it'll help you out. Yeah. Okay. Well, we love you guys. We're praying for you all. Happy Valentine's Happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day. And uh, remember, always remember, yes. even in this trial, uh, and uh, maybe you feel alone, but take heart. Yeah. He has overcome the world. We love you guys. Love you.